Tex, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the speculative interdimensional vehicle, Sex in Space. Its mission, to explore new points of view, to seek out fresh opinions, to boldly go where so many have gone before, and still somehow manage to totally miss the point. Subscribe to Sex in Space, wherever quality podcasts are found. Hi everyone, I'm Toshi and welcome back to Sex in Space. We're here continuing to explore sex across all of its infinite dimensions. I hope everyone out there is doing fantastic. We're excited to have you join us today for the first episode in a new Sex and Space podcast series called Blokes Talk Sex. We'll be chatting with blokes from all walks of life about all things sex, and today we're kicking things off with an episode about porn. We chose this topic because of a book we're soon to be releasing called How to Talk with Your Kids About Porn. More on this later. We wanted to take some time to ask some men what their own experiences were like with pornography growing up and speak to them as parents about why it's important to educate kids about pornography before they see it. We were joined today by Jeremy and Tim from the Sex and Space team. So let's kick things off by asking Jeremy what his experience was like with pornography growing up. Um, When I was growing up, porn was limited. Obviously, it's not the it's not the cornucopia of whatever you want, whenever you want it. Dwarves and sheep no, kind yeah. of you know subsets that you can get on Pornhub or anywhere like it these days. You're you're a very young looking man, Jeremy. Do you want to give us a clue yeah, on what what you could be talking about, era wise? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm I'm 63 years old. Oh yeah. I was born in 1960. So when I was in my, you know, going through puberties, which was the sort of the 70s, mid-70s, and was interested in all things sexual because I grew up in a family with two older brothers and no female siblings. And it was, um, I got all my knowledge, such as it was, um, either by asking my older brothers, because I was the youngest, or, you know... um, pornographic magazines it was mm. like you know it was playboy which is you know barely barely you know rates of pornography these days yeah no by comparison but it was it was playboy it was mayfair it was if you're lucky you got a penthouse because penthouse was almost you know it was more racy yeah and when i started to travel when i was sort of in my teens and stuff, i like teens i remember you could then buy <clears throat> Hustler magazine. Yeah, like you top know, shelf kind of. It was kind yeah. of like, whoa, you know, this is proper pornography, not just sort of beautifully shot pictures of, you know. That was pretty much the sum total of my sexual education as I was growing up as a teenager. Yeah. At school, the schools I went to, nothing. nothing. I remember we had one, what do they used to call it? Liberal studies. It was, we had a, I think it was, you know, it was, I guess it's sort of when you go from 15 to 16, they say, okay, we better have a chat to these kids, you know, because it was an all boys school. And so I remember having a liberal studies thing. We all piled into this kind of classroom and there was the school doctor. There was a, they had a school doctor. And I remember it really clearly because he seemed more uncomfortable than we were. Yeah. 
we were sort of going, you know, oh, this is going to be here. Yeah, whoop, whoop de doo. We're going to maybe learn something about sex. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> this guy was like, you know, and, he, and we had this book. We were all given this copy of this book that was on the desk to read, to look at. And it was sort of, it was basically human anatomy, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of like, you know, we could, we could learn all of that just by looking at ourselves. And I remember, you know, he sort of said, no, I want you all to turn to page 12, uh, but not page 32. And so we all immediately go, 32, had the full, you know, full frontal photographs of a man and a woman yeah. naked. Yeah. <gasps> and... And that was it. Yeah. That was it. There was no kind of talk about the emotional side of it. There was no talk about, um, I can't even remember we talked about, um, if we talked about using condoms or anything like that. The only thing I, the, the thing I do remember out of it is he said the word clitoris, but he pronounced it clitoris. Brilliant. And so for the next five years, I thought that was how you pronounced clitoris. Cly- clitoris. He didn't have any idea. We just assumed that he did. Yeah. Um, so it was one of those sort of circumstances. But apart from that, you know, it was no. empirical, mate. It was empirical knowledge. You blundered about with some some friend, female friend in the backseat of a Holden, and yeah. we're all kind of learning at the same pace. Yeah. So, so porn, porn hadn't become the, the place to learn or – Well, you couldn't access it, you know. Yeah. In those days, there was no internet, obviously. This was the 70s and 80s. There was no um, – yeah, there was nothing like that no. where you could just dial up, you know, pictures of whatever you wanted or film of whatever you wanted like you can now. Yeah. You know? And so, you know, my my sexual education, when I look back on it, was A, non-existent. B, it put me into a real um, – I couldn't – I didn't have any confidence, mm. you know? Because I didn't have any knowledge, you know. And if you don't have, if you don't know what you're doing, you know, then by definition you're sort of on the back foot. And I was, yeah, yeah. And I wasn't. I didn't become comfortable about sexuality because till I was, you know, deep into my mid twenties and actually had met women, you know, as a cis guy, um, met women who I remember I travelled. In my early 20s, you know, I did the classic OE. I went to Europe and um, Japan and a whole bunch of other places and met women who were more sophisticated than I. Mm. And that was my best education experience was with ex- more experienced partners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were the same age as me. They'd just been brought up in, you know, France where they were <laughs> told a little bit of, different, yeah. Get a little bit more. Their parents probably do sit them down and talk about sexuality because – they're a sort of an open kind of people, you know, the, the Europeans, yeah. the French, the Spanish, you know, they, they, less the, less the English, although I did have an English girlfriend and she was, she was terrific, you know, she was, you know, patient and thoughtful and helpful yeah. and, you know, bloody, you know, there they go. pointed me in the right direction. Kind if of you're thing. watching Girl X, you know, <laughs> thanks <Yeah>. very much. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'll just simply say LA. Those are Okay. Guys. Right, she'll know um, who she is. <laughs> she'll know. Hopefully, she's watching. She was. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was great. It was that was. I was lucky in that regard because I could have, you know, hit my thirties still not knowing diddly about you know yeah. what I was doing, who I was doing it with, what was the outcome. There. If no one had ever said, 
aren't, you know, not there or... No, 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 <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, it's just, it was my brothers and my older brothers that had said, yeah, well, you know, you get horny, turn on, you get an erection and and that's where you put it kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, now, now piss off and leave me alone. Yeah, of course. Um, give me back my stuff. Uh, it was like that and, and yeah, that pornography as such was such a narrow band. You know? Yeah, yeah. And it, and it was all... And it was all kind of straight sex, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, straight yeah. sex or or the odd foray into girl-on-girl stuff, which they knew men liked anyway. So Yeah, yeah. It's, I remember – it's funny that you mentioned the confidence thing. I remember being – never, yeah, never feeling confident, you know, from sort of 16 onwards, 17 – 18 yeah they're just absolute no confidence i've definitely been exposed to 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 porn my sex education happened at home basically my mum told me so much more than you know school ever did um, so you actually had that conversation with your parents yeah no i can't remember exactly like it wasn't just the one conversation like my grand was pretty open my mum was fairly open so like it was you know it kind of it kind of happened over a you know few years, few appropriate years, um, fair bit around, you know. I suppose the anatomy stuff. I don't really remember that or anything, but there was definitely you know, don't be a shitbag, you know, um, that that kind of stuff. Like a bit about respect and consent mm. and things like that. So that was yeah. that was pretty good. But I do remember being woefully ignorant and also yeah, really like nervous and i i definitely seen porn before before then like um sort of think where it proliferated to really by then it was like in video stores there was you know the curtain in the back um you know and like 15 videos that were available and none of us there was one one porn night that we called it porn night it's pretty infamous actually in our circle of friends where we watched a a porn video um you know the girls were there the guys were there we all just got some snacks and watched a porn video <laughs> and then yeah i mean golly i remember i remember porn being in the hedgerows like i must have been about 12 or something going to like the, the kids play playground and there was like a a bundle of porn that had just been kind of dumped in like a hedgerow and it was all like blowing around the the playground and everyone was like trying to like look at it but not get too close to it it was like you're gonna sort of catch something was, yeah um but i remember nothing about it it's funny that you mentioned the kind of girl on girl and the you know thing i, I remember porn from then being quite i was being shocked about how kind of unreal it looked like these positions you know these women sort of like spread eagle or whatever like I don't even remember thinking like, oh, that's like real or anything. Yeah. It was all, yeah. all seemed very posed and, yeah. you know, that, that kind of stuff. Um, and then, you know, it, I suppose from like sort of 19 onwards, it became pretty accessible. I mean, it's, do you remember those lad, lad magazines? Mm. Like they're just like one, one step behind porn, you know, so you grab a loaded magazine or a, FHM magazine and Zoo, Zoo magazine. There was all these all these mags that you know were very like sexual, but they yeah. weren't porn. But it was you know porn for beginners maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then 
in terms of the yeah, you just got to get amongst it for, to learn anything. Mm. And I had a fairly sympathetic and patient girlfriend when I was seventeen, so or eighteen. Yeah, sounds yeah. very similar to you, really. Yeah, we're kind of lucky in that regard, to be honest, because you know it could have turned ugly at any stage. Oh, good enough. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Did you? Yeah. Know what was so? I'm just trying to think when. When the internet came in, I remember when you could go to you know you go to video shops and yeah there was that that one on Ponsonby Road that had a you know a little room at the back yeah to go yeah scuttle into that and sort yeah of look have as a though chuckle at the titles basically. yeah that's that's why we go in there yeah looking as though you kind of knew what you were about yeah. which of course was complete bullshit I still remember some of the some of the titles from that one actually there was um, Cummy Bears um, which was a good one. Uh, interracial slut buffet. <laughs> um, I, don't, I can't remember what era these were, but was, we'd got in there and had a good, had a good giggle. Oh, Soho, obviously though, mm. you must have gone to Soho when uh, you were in London. The place, uh, yeah, yeah, and like they, they had all those porn shops there yep. with um, yep. magazines and. Um, videos and stuff like downstairs and all the sex toys and stuff like that yeah, that was yeah. that was um that was a good place to go to go wandering i think i bought some magazines there uh yeah, once, or, once or twice and definitely you know you see a broader range when you go into somewhere like that i remember seeing this front cover of this video um box set and um all of the women were just like had their faces just caked in cum. And I was just like, oh my God, like this is the first time I'd ever seen anything like that, like yeah. that gone down in that direct in that direction. Yeah. And um, you know, it was like forty five quid or something for like a eight VHS box set of mega cum shots. Um <laughs> Bukaki shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's nuts. Uh, that's just that's free and all over the internet now, so yeah. No, I do yeah. remember that. Yeah, going to like six shops in Europe. Yeah, <clears throat> and they were so much, you know, so much more advanced than anything I'd seen previously. Yeah, that was when I realised, you know, I had a real mountain to climb here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's it. Interestingly, though, I suppose I guess I'd started having sex and stuff by then. None of, none of what I'd seen in in porn had had yet started to influence how I felt about sex, how I wanted to have sex. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'd never thought about coming on somebody's face or anything like that. That wasn't even like a thing. No. Do you know what I mean? You're just like, oh, why, mm. would, you, why would you do that? Why would they want that? Like how, yeah. you know, um, yeah, there's none, none of that kind of cultural, um, you know, this is normal behavior, you know, whether it's choking or fisting or anal sex or, you know, all of the things that are now like table stakes in, in normal sex, I suppose, mm. I guess porn is all the access to that stuff has just like shunted that up into this. Oh, this is normal now. Not many guys people were doing it before, but yeah. Yeah. yeah it's sort of, it, it kind of probably not the right expression, but Kind of raised the bar. Yeah, <laughs> was it, you know was seeing porn and realizing just what you were saying that there was so much more to it than kind of 
you know, fumbling around in the dark in the missionary position or they're on top or something like yeah. that. There's kind of like a whole, you know, subcultures of just about everything mm. um, taken to the extremes. And, yeah, I just it – was a, it's, never, it's never – I've never stopped learning in that regard because you never – because I never had that as a, as a child growing up, so you kind of look at it and you think, well, try to try to compare it to your own experiences. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I don't know about you, you know, I always felt okay. So I've I've seen that now. Am, am I under pressure? Am I putting myself under pressure to try it out? You know, on somebody. You know. Yeah. <laughs> or what about if we do this? You know, or that. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Sometimes it was like a... <laughs> what are you doing? Palm, palm in the face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's sort of, I do remember thinking, oh, well, I've got to, I've got to lift my game here. It's like, mm. you know, maybe that's what the expectation is from females or something. I've got, to, yeah. I've got to be this or that or, you know, I've got to know about this or know how to tie someone to a door frame. I don't know. Oh, um, yeah. All of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interestingly, though, I mean, I, I suppose the, the por- our infamous porn night, I mean, I still remember the plot of the porn that we watched. It had a plot? Oh, it did, but it was so unrealistic that there's no way that you'd ever take anything from it going, oh, I'm going to give that a go. <laughs> because it was so ridiculous. It was, a, it was a German, um, so it was subtitled, and there was obviously a dormitory type living arrangement with girls just everywhere. Um, and from memory, there's like, there was a janitor who would pop in and have sex with them. There was, um, like some other people, handymen, maybe like a headmaster or something like that. And he was at it with a few of them, but there was this like Scooby-Doo-esque sort of slant to it where whilst they're all asleep and they've all had sex, you know, and they're all sleeping this masked figure would come in and jerk off in their hair and then they'd wake up and be like, Oh no. And it was always like, which one of these guys is it? And at the end they unmasked him and it was the janitor or something. I can't remember. <laughs> like, wow. Cliffhanger. Well, <laughs> it was big ending here. Yeah. It was wow. so weird. And like, mm. I mean, it had actual people having sex in it, but it just seemed very, it seemed so unreal. Not just the plot. I mean, that's pretty fucking yeah. on the ground. But the, the, I think even the sex and the noises they're making, it just kind of seemed very like over the top and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. You know, yeah. which it does. Yeah. I mean, porn does now. Yeah. It seems like over the top now, but I, it's, I think it's maybe harder to identify, you know, especially for younger people potentially. Like, oh, should I be making all that noise? Like, if you've if you've seen internet porn you know oh should I be doing that should I be making all those noises and grunts and squeals and stuff like that sort of a bit more performative whereas we were just like nah this is <laughs> porn is over here sex is kind of different so yeah yeah so as far as young people getting into it I mean I think they have to have those conversations mm. that that I didn't have with yeah my parents my parents were the wrong generation man they weren't they weren't the generation to even Acknowledge um, porn's existence. I acknowledge, should acknowledge. Well, let alone porn, just sex. Yeah. You know? um, 
I was never had a talk from my mother or my father. Yeah. You know, and it was all just completely glossed over until I left home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, you're 18, you're on your own. Bye. Yeah. Um, and, the pro- and the actual proliferation of, of, you know, just about anything that you want to get that's sexually and of, of any kind of sexual nature is available. It's available right now and you can dial it up. Yeah, free as a bird. Yeah, free as a bird. Won't cost you anything. You can do it in yeah. the privacy of your own home. Yippee doo da. Yeah. Um, if you knew, if you had a had a strong kind of emotional basis, you know, of your own situation, your own age, what's best for you at that time? It would be it would be so much better to have that than just to dive into porn cold. You know, go oh, I know nothing. I'm gonna bloody broaden my mind yeah yeah well you sure it's gonna do that where it takes it um is anyone's guess having kids myself who are not at that porn watching age yet obviously your offspring i I hope but you're offspring are past the porn watching age now aren't they or like that that conversation type you know that time is I don't know if you had any conversations with him. Oh, we, um, yeah, yeah, we tried to, we kept it open and I always tried to make, you know, I said to my kids, you know, if you want to talk about any of this stuff, and I know yeah. Jane, Jane did, and um, whenever you want, just I'm right here, I'm, you know, I'm, I've been through everything that you're about to go through as, you know, as a human and a man or a woman or whatever. Um, so we always tried to keep that as a, we didn't want to put a, and I, I think the worst thing you do is put a sort of a ooh, you know, some sort of, um, you know, don't watch that. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as you say that, they're just going to go, well, what are you hiding from me? What's so interesting that I can't watch it? And you're going to drive them towards it. So I always tried to keep it open. Yeah, look at porn, but just remember, you know, these are actors. These are these are. This is what they do for a living. This is not. This is no way to conduct a relationship. There's no way to conduct a sexual. Um, encounter. Yeah, it's just porn. It's a setup. The whole thing's a setup. These are professional people. Yeah, and fucking is what they do for a living uh, in front of cameras. So it's not. It's not anything like what you're going to go through. You know, on any sort of emotional level, it's just. You know, it's like. You know, it's a handbook on what you can do physically. So yeah. What? Um, yeah. They shouldn't. I don't think children should be crashing into porn without any kind of, you know, um, water wings. Yeah. Sort of float to keep them above the dark stuff, you know. Yeah. And that's something that parents have got to do or siblings or, you know, just the family has to open that con- dialogue and that conversation because leaving them on their own is just... Uh, it won't be long, eh? Hey, you know, not, a, not an option. Average age is 12, isn't it? 11, 11 or 12? Yeah. When they're first exposed to porn. I mean, imagine if I'm just thinking of myself at 11 and 12, and I'm just be, fuck. Yeah. What, am I, what, am I, what would I do with this? Yeah. What would I do with that? I'm looking, looking at the sort of stuff you can, you know, dial up in an instant. Yeah. As a 12-year-old, I would have just, I don't know what it would have done to me. But this, oh. is the way, this is the way to do it, so I'm going to have to, you know, <laughs> yeah, find a bloody waterbed or something. But also uh, imagine if, you know, you're exposed to something, as I suppose girls are, more, that you think that this is what's going to happen to me or this is another, you know, there's a whole 
different different sort of thing. I imagine it's probably quite frightening uh, as oh, well if totally. you're 11 or 12 and you see totally. stuff stuff going on. If you know, depending on what it is. Yeah, for for young girls and that, looking at that, you can looking at that. You know, 90 percent of all that stuff is 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 misogynistic male. Yeah. It's all about male pleasure and coming on someone's face or in their hair or whatever, and that's that's supposedly if you were a young female looking at that, you would get the impression that oh, okay, I'm the, you know, I'm, I'm the, the the chew toy in this. Fucking, yeah, yeah, I'm the bit part player in this. I've got to do this, you know. I, yeah, you know, it's it's not over till he comes in my face. You yeah, know, what's in it for me apart yeah. from you know a facial. Um, yeah. So it's it's giving all the wrong signals for a start. Yeah. You know, it's just completely skewed. It's mad, day. isn't it? Because I suppose it's not going anywhere. So, you know, and you're not you don't want to shame people for watching it or enjoying it. I mean, I guess it's just it's part it's it's come along so fast like mm. you know, I, mean, I hate to think I hate to think about how old I am now sometimes sometimes but like you know, 20 years ago, you know, 2003, it was around, you know, but it, it just hadn't had that impact, you know. And so I kind of carried on in spite of porn, not because of it, but now, yeah. you know, it's... Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, during those times, the, the you know, the internet itself was growing exponentially, you know. It was yeah. just exploding in all directions and encompassing everything, you know, particularly sex. Yeah. Because, you know, like everything else, if there's a dollar to be made, someone will be in there to make it. And yes. clearly, you know, the porn industry is clearly massive. Um, and it's one of those things that was almost sort of, you know, if you think about it, tailor-made for the, the web. Mm. You know? It's discreet, personal. You can go and see whatever you want. Nobody's going to... Nobody's going to judge you except yourself. Uh, and that's it, you know. You can just go and, you know, do and see whatever you want to see. And, and very few restrictions on it, you know, by age, yeah. by, by inclination. But also, you know, it's, I guess, you know, I can't think of any other good analogies of, you know, okay, here we go, the world's your oyster, but we're actually going to give you some, we're going to forewarn you some inf some arm you with some information before you, you know, dip your toe into it. Like, it's not real. You know, maybe watch out for the super-duper misogynistic stuff. Yeah. You know, that, that kind of thing. And, if, yeah, try, try and have conversations with your, with your parents. I mean, it's interesting. The, I think the reason my mum talked to me was she had a terrible experience when she was, like, 15 or 16. You know, having... She's older than you, but she grew up, load of siblings, mm -hmm. clearly never talked about it, never talked about it with her parents. And so at 16, you know, she didn't know how anything worked. And then some guys, you know, trying to have sex with her, and she's, you know, really clueless. Mm. You know, never, I don't think she even knew that penises got hard or something. Mm. And so she kind of had this, I suppose, yeah, bit between her teeth. Like, right, you know, you're, you're let's not going to suffer. This yeah, let's just talk about it a bit. Like, it seems. Yeah. 
Well, it's bizarre, isn't it? Like, like <clears throat> everything, you know, if you attempt anything in complete ignorance, it's not going to go well, <laughs> you know? You wouldn't, oh, look, I'm going to... I'm going to change the tire on my car. <laughs> I have no idea how to change the tire on my car, yeah. but society demands that I change the tire on my car. Yeah. So I'm going to go and have a crack at it. Yeah. And that's kind of what we're talking about. And I put it on wrongly in the car and the wheel comes off and we crash and die. Yeah. Um, okay. So maybe that's not as extreme with porn, but you know what I'm getting at. You know, you Definitely. go into that completely kind of, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Um, the outcome, you know, unless you're with someone who's particularly understanding and will actually talk, walk you through it, and you know, and then you, a, you're extremely lucky. B, you're going to learn something. Otherwise, it's going to end badly. Yeah, know? it's going to just be, you know, oh, right, I've got to come on a face and fuck off. Um, it's all that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. ignorance is is not bliss. Ignorance no. is ignorance, and it remains that way. Yeah, I just remember, um, you know, pre pre porn, pre anything, you know, my sort of circle of ignorant teenage boy mates, the the missing, I mean, misinformation wasn't a thing, but the misinformation which was banded around that group of teenage boys was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, mean, I, I think back and other things I was told, and I just fucking cringe, man. Yeah, of, I know. There you go. Ugh. How could I even? How could I have? Swallowed that in the first place. Yeah. And yeah. and I'm lucky I managed to get through without sort of too many train wrecks. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. the stakes are a lot higher now, you know, because they can, any any kid who's halfway decent on a computer, and that's just about it, all of them. Yeah, yeah. Better will than be that. able to access it no matter what. Yeah. You know, even at 12, you know, you know, Dylan was better on a computer than I am now. Yeah. Um, so... You know, doing nothing and hoping that it doesn't happen is not a strategy. It's it's a it's a vacation of strategy. It's like I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to sit back and watch watch this house burn. You know, I I just think it's imperative that as parents, you know, we do better because I guess what we've got the the privilege of hindsight now. Yeah, to look back and kind of yeah, go. Totally. Yeah, we is, owe it to our kids, you know. This is this is part of what a parent does, you know. You tell something to your son or daughter to help them avoid the pitfall that you fell into. Precisely, you know? yeah. And like like do that for and or something yeah, like we that. Do that for anything else. Yeah, you know, we tell teach people to swim because we don't want them to drown. We yeah. teach people to drive because we don't want them to die on the roads. You know, yeah. You fucking name it. If we can, we will give them advice and the benefit of knowledge and all those things that the parents are supposed to do. But when it comes to sex, oh, um, no thanks. Yeah. No thanks. You're on your own. See you later. Don't want to know. Ooh. Yeah. Um, it's pathetic. It really no, is. I know. And it's a real indictment on all of us that, we, that it's allowed to happen and kids are growing up ignorant about something that is so important. One of the three kind of, you know, food, shelter and reproduction. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we'll talk all about food and shelter. Yeah, fine. Let's talk about architecture, but let's not talk about sex because no. that makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, tough fucking shit, you know. Just get on with it. That's what I think anyway. Small, I, I think I think so too. I think that it doesn't have to be this one chat. It can be lots, lots of small Lots chats. of small ones. Not, small. not big one turn into some big monster that you've got to take on and eat at one go. Yes. Just a little, you know, just a little milestone. So well, let's talk about this and let's do that.
We hope you enjoyed this first episode of Blokes Talk Sex. For any parents out there listening who are thinking about the tools they can use to help educate their kids about pornography, Sex and Space is excited to announce the upcoming release of our book, How to Talk with Your Kids About Porn. It'll be coming out on January 19th, 2024. It's a super accessible, highly visual, vital set of guide rails to help parents have conversations with their kids about this tricky but important subject. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at at sexandspace.com to be reminded when the book is released, or you can head on over to sexandspace.com to subscribe for updates. Don't forget to leave a like, follow, comment, or review wherever you're tuning in from. Your support means the world to us. Until next time, safe travels and see you on the next episode.